Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. The chair of Intelligence Committee, Senator Mark Warner of Democrats, he's from Maryland, he said that the United States may unilaterally decide within the next 24 to 36 hours to impose a ban on Russian oil. Uh, we must remember that it, uh, US uh, total consumption of uh, oil, about 8% comes from Russia. So that will mean that there is going to be some pain at the pump. And Senator Warner said that Ukrainians are voting with their lives to live the life of the West of democratic ideals. And this is the least we can do. Now, US is also talking to Germany, France and England or United Kingdom to make them also join the ban. Now, we have to wait and see whether that happens or not. But it seems that because there is bipartisan support that the United States might go ahead and unilaterally impose a ban on the gasoline from Russia. Today, <clears throat> the average price per gallon across the United States is $4.06, and it could easily go up to 5 in the days to come. Pentagon thinks that almost 100% of the army that had amassed at the Ukraine border is now inside Ukraine. However, there is a problem, and we are going to tell you about some of the problems that the Russian army is facing. First off, Poland is trying to get its MiGs operational for Ukraine to use. Remember, we talked about this in our global insights of the day in the morning. And we said that these are being retrofitted. They have to take out some things. They have to add some things in order for the Ukrainian pilots to use them. And we have to see what, uh, you know, how long it takes before these planes are up in the air. The NATO equipment that was on those things has to be taken out. Now, you may want to also uh, know what happened to the Russian column that was 40 miles long. Why is it still stalled outside Kiev? Well, according to some spokespersons from the Department of Defense in the United States, stiff resistance, mechanical breakdowns and supply shortages are causing problems for the Russians. And this was said by a senior U.S. Department of Defense official. And he also added that there could be some resistance that they are facing. The fuel and sustainment problems are also affecting them. Plus food, food and other items are also in short supply on the caravan. So we have to wait and see how long it will take before things will break. Now, there's another big concern for Russia because of the sanctions. Now, the fab companies such as TSMC in Taiwan will not be selling any more chips to the uh, armament manufacturing companies of Russia. So what's going to happen? Well, initially, Russia thought that they can source these things themselves. They even have a couple of fabs. One fab was formed, uh, was built in 1959. Another one was later, the 1959 fab is a 900 nanometer, it's like behemoth in today's standard. And the other one operates closer to like 90 nanometers or so. Now, these were built by Germans, presumably before 1991. Right now, these are not going to be good enough for them to make the state-of-the-art chips. Therefore, the uh, armament center gave the fabrication of these chips to the TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor Corporation. Now, because of the ban, they will not be able to get any future chips. So what does that mean? That very soon, and it could be one year, but soon Russia will not be able to build new missiles. Now, this also means that for countries that they have promised supply, such as India, 
for the S400, they may not have the parts. So there is a problem even from that point of view. Also, because there are no planes to fly, Moscow might decide to use the rail route to go from uh, Moscow to Vladivostok, the easternmost city in the Russian Empire or Russian Federation. Now, this distance takes one week by train, one week, seven days. And, and if that also stops because of lack of parts, well, there are always horses. I'm not joking. It is going to be a huge pain. These um, bans, uh, these sanctions are going to hit Russia very hard. It's going to be seen in the weeks and months to come. I'm hoping that somehow people will see clear through the mud and come to an agreement and do that very quickly. Or we have been seeing visuals of you know tanks, <clears throat> tanks disabled on the streets of Ukraine. How is it that they're able to do that? Well, Ukraine has drones. They have also got anti-tank missiles such as Javelin and Spike. In fact, Spike is something that can be shot from a 25 kilometer range. And, and that is often lethal, it can take out the tank. Turkish drones also are being used to bring down these uh, tanks. Now, the problem with the Russian tanks is that they are exposed from the top. And um, that's what some, uh, an expert told me. Now, anybody, let's say if they start going through the streets of Kiev to try and enforce um, uh, law and order, the uh, people living in all these high-rise apartments can cherry pick off these tanks because they are they have been given drones. That's what we are told. We don't know for sure. But this is how Ukraine is preparing to defend Kiev. Now, <clears throat> these Turkish drones have an amazing kill rate, about 95%. And, and they because these Russian tanks don't have protection on the top, they are going to face a real challenge. Now, the only tanks that we know of that has protection from the top is Israeli tanks that have a technology called raincoat that shelters them. Now, on top of all this, what happens if Europe agrees to impose a ban on Russian oil? Where are they going to get? Well, in 2019, Israel discovered huge deposits of natural gas and gasoline in the Mediterranean. Their plans are there to supply natural gas via an undersea pipeline to Greece, Cyprus, and a branch to Turkey. So all these things, it might take some time, but these are all the ways in which um, the US and the West are preparing. So Russia, it's going to be in a world of pain because of all the sanctions kicking in. We already told you a, a few episodes ago that the ATMs are not working for foreign currency. And uh, see, the, 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 this is a real problem because if people need to get to foreign currency for whatever reason from inside Russia, they cannot do that. Also, many companies have now turned off internet in Russia. There's a ba backbone provider that has turned off, uh, turned off operations in Russia. Uh, Netflix is not long, not operational. TikTok is not operational. So there are things are going through a rough time. Now we have to wait and see what happens to Russia. What happens to the Russian people? How long will they take this thing? Are they going to start rioting in the streets? We're already seeing some videos of writing in the street, but more importantly, how many people have died in Ukraine? This is something that the varying estimates are coming. Russia says 36, Ukraine says more than 10,000. Who's right? We don't know. Now, if the number is somewhere in between, even that is bad for Russia because that will destroy the morale of the 
troops that are already embedded in Ukraine, hoping to make some progress. There are also uh, reports of some of the cities being retaken by the Ukrainian troops. So it's like a street-to-street battle that is going on. I know of my uh, development team that was in Mykolaiv, which is a, a town that has been attacked by Russia now. I have no idea what they are doing. I hope and pray to God that they are safe because this is suddenly now come on us where things are coming from us, uh, uh, coming to people at a very fast clip. They could be underground. They could be on their way, uh, fleeing to the west of uh, Ukraine and through there to the four countries, Romania, Hungary or uh, Poland and so on and so forth or Moldova. Or they might be just buckering down and waiting to see if they can do battle. All, all in all, this is madness, in my opinion, and the sooner it comes to a stop, the better. Please like, share, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube and also on Facebook. If you are a Facebook user for videos, you can subscribe or share our videos on from Facebook. And if you watch them on Twitter, please do retweet them. And also, please don't forget to click on the bell button in case you are watching it on YouTube. That will give you the notifications. Thanks for watching. Namaskar.